Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends! How are you doing on this beautiful day? Whether it's a little dreary outside like it is here, (laughs) maybe it's working its way to winter like it is here too. (laughs) Sometimes it's hard to think about that. But we can remember that God is a God in all the seasons. In the ones that are seemingly good and in the ones that are seemingly hard and challenging. What we might deem as bad, God is working in us and growing us through every single one. And he can be growing his fruits. Even when superficially, we may not be feeling them on the surface. He can give us joy even when we're not feeling especially happy. (laughs) And he can give us peace even when our situation isn't very peaceful. He's a God who grows that in us, and he is a God who is with us throughout. He's also a God, as we have seen, who who appreciates respect and also clarity, right? We've been talking about that In, in a fellowship setting, in a church setting, and even in a gathering setting, God desires clarity. He desires clearness, and he desires things to be connected to his word and connected to building others up. And Paul's going to clarify this a little bit more. We saw his direction for, you know, speaking in tongues. And now we're going to see his direction for prophesying. And remember that word prophesy is basically to declare God's will. And this sometimes refers to prophecy like of the future, but it can also just refer to his will. And we know that we have his will in his word, right? We have his will in his word. And so I I firmly believe that a role of this gift of the spirit of, of prophecy is declaring and sharing his word and how God is leading us and guiding us. So let's go ahead and dive in and see what Paul has to say. We are in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 29, and I'm reading from the ESV. Let two or three prophets speak, and let the others weigh what is said. First of all, I love that. I love that there is room for discernment, and there is room for wise counsel. But even with that, there's still room for sharing, right? Even if other people are going to be weighing what you said, there's still room to share, to share what is on your heart, which I think is really, really cool. So let two or three prophets speak and let the others weigh what is said. If a revelation is made to another sitting there, let the first be silent. For you can all prophesy one by one so that all may learn and all may be encouraged. And the spirits of prophets are subject to prophets. And at first that line confused me a little bit, but I believe... And again, of course, I want you to be weighing what I'm saying, just like scripture says, weigh what I'm saying with God's word, weigh what I'm saying with the wisdom God gives you. But I believe this is speaking about respect. The spirit of prophets are subject 
to profits, right? It's about respecting others and not like lifting yourself up above other people and saying my way is the only way I am the greatest ever. <laughs> but it's it's about this almost like this mutual submission, this mutual respect, because this is in the same sentence, right, as him saying you know, basically take turns. (laughs) You can all declare, you can all prophesy one by one so that all may learn and all be encouraged because God isn't a God of disorder, right? He doesn't want people to be talking over each other, disrespecting each other, muddling what is said. He's a God of clarity. And so he encourages us, Paul here as he's writing this, is encouraging us to take turns, to listen to each other. And of course, if we're supposed to be weighing what the other says, that doesn't mean just like fluff listening, like waiting for your turn. That means actually actively listening to someone else. It is a matter of respect, right? And it is a matter of clarity, of making sure that God's word, his truth is being heard clearly and not being muddled with confusion or muddled with the sin of wanting to be heard more than someone else, right? And what's the purpose? Again, it's building up so that all may learn and all be encouraged. And this is what Paul writes at the end of this little part. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. And I believe that we as as children of God, as people made in his image, as people who are new creations in Christ, are meant to bring some of that peace to a very non-peaceful fallen earth. God is not a God of confusion. And so as we are sharing his word, as we are sharing these gifts that he has given, our intention should be to be working through confusion. (laughs) And that means not talking over each other, not lifting ourselves up and confusing his message. Not being overwhelming in that sense of having numerous people talking at once or going back to tongues, right? Having someone to interpret so there is no confusion because God is not a God of confusion, but a God of peace. And of course, here on earth, we, we're going to struggle, right? We're going to struggle with confusion ourselves. We're going to struggle with a very non-peaceful world. But I really do believe that that part of our job as believers is to work towards that peace. Is it ever going to be perfect here on earth? No, but we can be working towards it and striving towards it in our own hearts and lives, in our own jobs, the way we use our gifts, but also as a church, right? We can seek to be a place that is is pursuing peace, just like we're pursuing love, that is pursuing peace instead of confusion because truth Truth isn't confusing. (laughs) Truth is truth. And it's when we get wrapped up in falsity. It's when we get wrapped up in lies. It's when we get wrapped up in distractions that confusion happens. And I say this as someone who struggles with confusion on a very regular basis. But part of our calling is to work through confusion into peace. And like I said at the beginning... Even when our circumstances are confusing, even when our minds are confused, even our hearts can be confused. Sometimes I, sometimes I don't know what to feel. <laughs> I don't understand what I'm feeling, right? Sometimes even our very selves can be full of confusion. The world around us, we don't understand why things are happening. We don't understand how things are going to work out. But God is a God of peace. 
He is God not of confusion. And so he can bring peace even in the midst of all of that. And he can grow peace in your heart. He can grow peace in his church. So how can you pursue that peace today? I'd I'd invite you to ask God, how is he calling you to pursue peace? How is he calling you to pursue the opposite of confusion, to pursue some clarity? How is he calling you to pursue that? Whether it's time with him, whether it's changing up how you do something, whether it's maybe spending some time in prayer or stillness, maybe it's getting everything down on paper. How does he want you to pursue peace And more than that, I'd invite you to ask him to grow that peace in your heart because it truly is a fruit. And that fruit of the spirit is grown when we abide in the vine, which is Christ, which is his word. So keep on abiding in that vine. Ask the spirit to grow peace in you and ask him what action you can take to actively pursue peace in your life. And I'll see you tomorrow morning. Also, I just wanted to say, how good is our God? Like (laughs) that verse that our God is not a God of confusion, but he's a God of peace. I volunteer for this really beautiful gospel chat where uh, people can come on and chat with us coaches and basically we can pray with them and talk about Christ with them and just talk about the things going on in their lives. And several chats this evening, God used this verse to speak to those chatters. Like, He just works things out in such a beautiful way and it just reminded me how good our God is and I just wanted to share that with you that when you're in his word like he's going to use that in your life in unexpected ways so keep on showing up for him for you keep on abiding in him that he can grow you he can use you and he can work through you my friends because he's got big plans for you and he is always at work.